0: you. Wait, I'm looking at you, whatever. Keep looking at me. Get scared now, right? Don't feel me, baby. It's just Justin. And it's just Justin. Good day. Good night. Welcome to Off The Woodworks. I just want to start the podcast by saying that we are now on iTunes. So you can go subscribe and review my podcast. Be nice with the review, please, guys. And Justin. Justin Map, Justin Map, Justin. Justin Mapp. What a week it has been for Justin Mapp. Three goals and a couple of assists and a decisive pass in the last couple games. That man's on fire. Well, you could tell he was on fire by the amount of hair he has. But... Bad jokes aside, what a great form he's in right now. He's fit, he's on top form, he's healthy, and you can tell that when that player is healthy and on form, he's amazing. When he was young, when he was growing up and becoming an MLS player a couple, a lot of years ago, 10 15 years ago, people were saying that he had potential to play for the U.S. men's national team. It did not happen, but we can see the extent of his talent when he's on form and healthy like that. He's motivated. Right now he's motivated. He wants to be part of that team on the left flank. And he saw that there was an opportunity with Pisano injured to get a bigger role in the first team in the starting 11 in the left flank. And he's got a wicked left shot. You could see that in the last game against San Jose. 2-2 draw at Buckshaw in Santa Clara. Yeah. Uh started off with Justin Mapp. First goal. Uh thirty-five, forty yards away from his left foot. Rolled it right around the post. Rolled it in. Amazing shot. One nothing. And it actually scored the second goal. Beginning of the second half. With a great center from Wenger. It, the ball was bouncing on the right to the right of the keeper. And then he had the opportunity to center it right to Justin Mapp was all alone and sliding and with his Right foot that time he scored another goal. So we've got two goals. Amazing game. But then the Goonies came back. Obviously, the Goonies with their reputation and hard work, grit style of play, even though Lenhart and Gordo were not there. It was still a decent game. They played well. They came back. Mr. Pillow feet, Adam John scored the first goal, and Sam Croning with a cracker of a shot for around thirty yards with his right foot. He almost Scored with the exact same shot earlier in the second half. Just a little bit wide. But with the second shot, it came in and tied it up at the 92nd minute. In extra time, again, for the Goonies. So it's a 2-2 draw. Just like Lisa predicted on the last show. She's like a clairvoyant. So good job, Lisa, on that prediction of that 2-2 draw. But man, Troy Perkins... Perkins, Perkins, Perkins. He made like three saves the week in the span of 10 minutes. Uh, it was amazing saves. Right hand save, left hand save, off the woodwork save by the hand after, return save. Ah, uh, What a play by Troy Perkins. I know it's early in this season, and I've actually heard it on a couple other podcasts, and I've read it somewhere. People are starting to Talk about Troy Perkins playing for USA. I actually, be called up, and I don't know if that's possible. I have no idea if Jurgen Klinsman even knows who Troy Perkins is. But damn, he's playing so good. He's a, it would be on my radar if I was a coach. Put him in three, like third for sure. He's not going to play. You got Brad Guzan right now who's taking over Tim Howard's spot because of injury. Even though Howard's back playing, Guzan's probably got the starting job, but. You still got Tim Howard and Brad Guza fighting for that first spot. So Perkins would be taking the place of, a, I don't know, a Jack McMath, of a Tally Hall, of a Bill Hamid or Johnson. But you get, in my opinion, Perkins is equal to all those names. So whoever put you put in third position of a national team, he's there for practices and he's there for more res- friendlies, being like the backup in friendlies. But still, it's an opportunity, and you still get to wear that jersey with your country name on it, which is more than a lot of players can ever say. So, good job, Troy Perkins. You're for sure one of my men of the match for on Saturday. Because if it wasn't for you, it would have been like six to two. But just the map could have won that men of the match. But for me, off to it works gives Troy Perkins that men of the match deserved. If it wasn't for him, Montreal could never have taken the lead in the first place. They would have felt behind. Yeah, so go vote for Troy Perkins. He's nominated for a Save of the Week. And go vote for Just Justin. Just Justin Map. He's nominated for Goal of the Week for his left foot cracker from 35 yards. So, yeah. So, we could have won it. Especially considering all the Miracle Saves Perkins did. And the reputation of San Jose in extra time. I'm happy with the point on the road. It's a point. Still better. We're still doing a lot better on the road than we were last year. And that is the key to success. Or, like my friends at 504FC would say, it's the map for success. Yeah, you see what they did there. You, you saw that. Yeah, better the week. Nah, we didn't win again. So, our bankroll is starting to drop a lot. We're down to five bucks. This week, because it's a very busy week in the MLS, we're going to split the bet in two. So we'll do a $2 bet of the week for tomorrow night, Wednesday night, and a $2 bet of the week for Saturday, which I'll tell you on Friday's show. But I'll tell you in the second half of the show today what is the bet of the week. We'll talk about as well in the second half of the show of the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup play-in round, which is not even the first round. It's a couple of games before the play-in round starts Today, Tuesday, May 7th, and I'll tell you all about it in the second half. And for now, a couple of things to remember from the weekend's games in the MLS. Kansas City destroyed the goats at Sporting Park in the cauldron. The Bieber, with a brace, my fantasy thanks you. And can you imagine if I would have put Mr. Graham Zussi as my captain instead of Mr. Happy Jack McInerney, which gave me four points. Two and double and times two, so it's four. I would have had twenty-eight points with Zusi. I would have catched about twenty-four points on everybody. But no, I decided to try something different and that will never happen again. Mr. Zusi, from now on, you're the captain of my fantasy until you break my heart. So for a while you'll probably be there. But yes, I'm still had a decent week, seventy something points. I can't remember off the top of my head. It was a decent week but this week in the fantasy it's your time, so we'll talk about that as well. Can you imagine? It happened again for TFC. A goal in the last couple minutes and they lose 1-0 against Toronto. Mr. Edson Bottle scored against his former team. Nothing is going well in Vancouver. What is Martin Rennie doing with his teams? He's not even putting the players on the field that gives him a chance to score goals. Because they basically, Miller, Kenny Miller, takes him more time to get healthy than we thought he would be. He seems to get close and then he takes one step forward and then takes two steps back, as I could say. And Maddox is not really playing. They should put Kofi on the field more. What's Nigel Cocker doing? Come on. Vancouver had a lot of high expectations and high hopes. They say we're gonna win the, the Voyagers Cup and we're gonna to try to make the playoffs again. We're gonna to try to win a game in the playoffs. Blah blah blah. Well, it doesn't look good for Vancouver right now. It really doesn't look good. Actually, looks. I believe Martin Rennie's job is in danger. I believe he's not fulfilling all the expectations. He's not delivering on his promise. Maybe they'll be patient with him, but I don't see it going anywhere. Because basically, it's all tactically lately. That they've been losing game. That's how that had happened. It's team selection and tactics have been making Vancouver lose games. Edmonton could have pulled it off. So it's either the Eddies really are better than we think. Or Vancouver is lacking tactically lately. I'll go with the second. And Houston? They don't have a problem in L.A. anymore. Because they beat L.A. at the Home Depot Center a one nothing on the road. Hey, you take the lead and you're able to hold on on the road in L.A. One of the hardest plays to play? Well, it depends. It's one of the hardest plays to play when you play the Galaxy. When you play Chivas, yeah, it's not the same thing. It's the same stadium, but it's not the same vibe. So we'll take a small break now on how the wood works. As I was saying, when we come back, talk about Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. The preview for Wednesday, a busy night in the MLS and Wednesday as well, Chelsea are facing the Spurs and the winner might be almost guaranteed a spot in the Champions League. We'll be right back. back it is the hundredth edition of the Lamar Hunt US Open Cup an actual countrywide Cup tournament something we don't have in Canada yet and if the CSA is listening to my podcast which probably is not the case but if it is that's what we want Canadian fans Canadian teams amateur teams people that's what they want the masses Wanna have the masses like the twenty people who cares? Wanna have a big countrywide tournament to have Cinderella stories like Callip C was last year out of California. But if you get teams like that, it's fun for a whole region. It gets better chance for small players to get noticed. It's a big tournament. It's almost a tournament like the March Madness kind of thing. You can build up to it. You can actually do a lot of things around it. That's what they do in Europe and everything. And I believe Lamar US Open Cup. It's one of the nicest tournaments in the whole world. It's one of my favorite tournaments. I like the FA Cup is probably the tournament in the football world. There's just so much history and so much passion and emotion with that tournament. When you see League 2 teams and even Blue Conference teams like Luton Town did last year beat a Premier League team like Norwich. And every year there's a big Team, big premier team that loses to a smaller, inferior category team. And that's the whole thing. And it happens as well with the Lamar Hunt US Open Cup celebrating their 100th edition. And Off the Woodworks, we will follow that tournament for you. We'll have all the action, all the results, and everything for you. Because it's not easy to find in Montreal and anywhere if you're around the world, you're listening to our podcast. Around the world, that includes Longueuil as well, because Longueuil is not Montreal, but it's in the world, right? So anywhere in the world, if you're listening to After the Woodworks, we will bring you all the results of the amazing action of the U.S. Open Cup. It starts today, May 7th, with the play-in round. First of all, the tournament is a 68-team tournament from all the U.S. soccer leagues associated with the United States Soccer Federation. It goes from MLS to NASL, to USL Pro Development League, to USL... Pro, to United States Soccer Club Association, to the National Professional Soccer League, to the, for the first ever time, the United States Specialty Sports Association. So all those smaller association and regional association that plays for regional tournament, any single amateur team that is registered and federated can try to qualify with qualifying rounds for... Qualifying rounds for qualifying tournament rounds for everything. It goes from far. And you can qualify to that tournament. And that's what happened this year. A team like Colorado Rovers, for the first time ever, are going to represent the United States Specialty Sports Association. That's a lot of S's in a couple of sentences. Going to play against the Georgia Revolution, which are from Corniers, Georgia. So this, there's two games today on May 7th. Georgia Revolution from the NPSL. Versus the Colorado Rovers from, like I said, the United States, the U.S. Specialty Sports Association. First, every time there's an entry, it's the first time there's a playing round, and it's the first time that United States Soccer Specialty Sports Association has a team represented in that cup. So, Rovers against Revolution. The second game is the Fresno Fuego Future from the U.S. Club Soccer against FC Hazental from. Aga Aga Hills, California. So, the two California teams are going to battle for birth in the cup. So, then it starts next week, May 14th and May 15th. The first actual round in of the 68 teams. So, the first round. MLS teams come a little bit later. NSL team comes in the first, second round. And MLS usually in third round. And last year's winner were Sporting Kansas City. And the winner of that tournament gets a spot in the CONCACAF Champions League. So it, it's never going to happen that a team from a lower league win that cup because then they're going to get their ass trumped against Mexico. But it's the actual journey. It's not the end result. But the journey, that's where you learn everything. And that journey, my friend, is very interesting. So we're going to follow that for you here on After Woodworks And Wednesday night, very busy night in the world of football. It all starts off in the afternoon, our time. With Chelsea, the Blues, against Tottenham Hotspurs, the London Derby, with a big meaning on that game. The team that wins the three points are almost guaranteed a spot in the top four and in the Champions League for next year, which is almost a trophy in itself, like I said many times. The amount of money and publicity and ad revenue you get by going to the Champions League, it's like lifting silverware so we're gonna watch that the Blues against Spurs and if you got a second go watch David Luiz goals for the last couple of weeks that man's on fire and he's actually brought and drove the fans insane with his laugh after the other guy got sent off against Manchester United on Sunday cuz yes Chelsea did beat United one nothing in Old Trafford to get closer to the Champions League. And if we can actually win the Europa League next week, May 15th, final from Amsterdam, you can actually go watch the final. If they can win the Champions League one year, win Europa, and qualify for the Champions League, and then maybe go get another silverware with Jose Mourinho, the special one. It's not announced yet but the rumors are intensified people actually saw him at an Ikea getting boxes because he was packing to leave and everybody's talking about he's going back to Chelsea I hope so I still have my doubt about it I believe that PSG is going to try to get him to France trying to go to Paris I hope that he goes back to where he's loved we love you Jose come back at the bridge come show us what you can do with the one and only Juan Mata is it just luck that Hazard is playing so well can you bring the best out of Fernando Torres and you're in the driving position of that car with Oscar. All right, enough. So, busy night on Wednesday in the MLS as well. Six games on the docket for our viewing pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Probably more gentlemen. If there's any ladies, hit me up at Off the Woodworks. So, we'll start by the bet of the week RSL, Impact Montreal. And Sporting Kansas City. I've chosen those three teams because the bookmakers, the bookies, have made a big mistake. They've made Montreal at 4.4 odds of winning at the Red Bull Arena. But if you remember correctly, last year we actually opened the score, taking the lead twice at the Red Bull Arena before a collapse in the second half. But this year we don't collapse as much. And we score a lot of goals this year. So I believe that Montreal will pull off the three points over there. And it's your time to make a lot of money for not a lot of bets. And RSL are 2.55 to win over there. They're not even the favorite. It's pretty much even with him, with them, and New England. But I believe RSL is going to pull off the victory at Foxborough and Kansas City. Kansas City with a brilliant performance coming off a brilliant performance from Claudio Biba. So I believe Kansas City is going to continue. And now that Kai Kamara is back gives them more confidence to continue and more options forward. So you can always put Kamara and Beeler to start and then sub in CJ Sapong to give more energy, like they did against Chivas. We'll take a second to talk about that. When CJ Sapong got in last game, the Kansas City against the Goats, the whole dynamic of the team changed. Buehler was more open because CJ Sepong was drawing the defender to him, and he, was, he had so much energy and so much pace to his play when he came back, when he came in around the 70th minute. It was amazing to see. Well, I hope that continues with Sporting Kansas City against Seattle at Sporting Park. So for sure, Kansas City, MFC, and RSL all wins for $2, and you win 37 bucks and 40 cents. If you get your odds right. Which is a good investment. For $2 you can almost get 40 bucks. That's the bit of the week. Prediction. There's only 6 games. There's only. There's 6 games on Wednesday night. So DC and Houston. Houston. Traveling from Houston to LA. Back to Houston. Down to DC. A lot of traveling lately. So put your money on DC to finally. 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 DC. We'll get something out of the game. EMFC, like I was saying, RSL. EMFC is New York, RSL New England, Kansas City against Seattle, Kansas City wins. FC Dallas against Portland. It'll be an amazing game to watch. Two teams that are playing a very eye-catching and eye-pleasing type of football. Dallas will pull off the victory, but it's not gonna be easy. Portland is playing a lot of a very good type of football. You can call it Porter Ball if you like. To the displeasure of Mr. Caleb Porter. Or you can call it. Port. No, was it Timber Taka? Uh, yeah, Timber Taka seems made up by somebody over there. It's Porter Ball. Get used to it. And then the Goonies, I know they're facing TFC. So the Goonies are going to beat TFC. It happened again. I'm speaking very slowly because if you're a TFC fan, I don't want to put you over the edge that you try to do something stupid. So don't worry. It's a work in progress for you in Toronto. And you don't kick someone when they're down, right? You're trying to give them a hand. I might not give you a hand, but I'm not kicking you. (laughs) And for the fantasy in the afterwoodworks, join our league, 15121-3320. Miss Lisa Erickson still dominating, with a dominating performance all the time. So I hope you planned all your transferred, transferred, you transfers for the last couple of weeks to get you prepared for this week. It's the Monday week. It's the week of all week. It's like the queen stage of the Tour de France this week. It's like a big mountain to climb. It's our help dues. It's the Mont Ventoux. Today, and this week, tomorrow night, so before tomorrow night, actually you have to, it's a deadline, so do your all your trades, your transfers and everything, because you need to have 11 starting players that plays twice, and it's a very easy this week. You get teams like Dallas, Houston, Kansas City, all big teams fantasy-wise, Playing twice this week, San Jose as well. If you get, I got Cronin. He's a very good addition. Adam Johns is gonna play a lot more. He's getting a lot of confidence. And trust me, Pillow Feet with the amount of money he costs. is a very good addition to your team. And you can always, especially the, a week like this week where there's two games, you put him on your starting lineup for Friday for Wednesday. And right away, if he doesn't play, you sub him. That's what you do. <laughs> so fantasy. Like I was saying, join our league, and trying to do the best you can. That's what I'm doing. I just received, because I'm a season ticket holder, as you all know, for the Montreal Impact, pour le Bleu Blanc. Joey Saputo sent an email today, which happened like 20 minutes ago. Right before recording, I received that email. And it was very interesting. He congratulated the team. He said it a very good atmosphere, very good. We're always going to remember that day. That's what he was saying, basically. Then he was saying that another reason he's very proud. In those games, three academy players were starting those games. Andre Lefebvre, Maxime Tissot, and Mr. Cal W. we met. And no, he's not a Republican. So I'm sorry, Rob, if you're listening to this. I'm not talking about your favorite man in the world. I'm not talking about George W. Bush. I'm talking about Carl W. we met. <laughs> So yes, it's a very good day for the academy because it was three people from the same academy playing for our first club in games it's not it's a it's a very rare feat it's an impressive feat for the academy that is still pretty young so congrats to the academy and he was saying something else in that email that they're actually looking to bring all those academy from U12 to this Sport program up to the first team training center under one roof an actual training center an actual place like the big clubs have in Europe where they train and actually that's where they live and like the Canadians have in Brassard. In Brassard. That's what they want to do. And I agree with that. And it's a big step forward. It's a big investment. We're talking about millions of dollars to create a state-of-the-art pitch and training facilities and gyms, pools, ice baths, training pitch, weather pitches so they can play year-round, heated weather pitch so we can actually maybe play on real grass, weather round, all year round, even in the winter. So that would be an amazing investment for not only the future of the Montreal Impact Club, but for the future of the whole Canadian soccer team. The more good people, good talent you get, and the younger age and the better training and you don't only you don't only provide players you provide human beings and you make them become better adult and better person and with an the academy they learn to be a pro and act like a pro not only in their play but in their lives as well in their relationship with people with the fans and everybody else so when you create good human beings it's not really good for the actual team and the country, it's good for everything, creates a good environment, it's a good atmosphere. It's positive. And I hope that goes well. And I hope they're studying and they're trying to find financing, probably. And I hope there's fat cats with a lot of money out there, big fish that are ready to invest in the future of this sport, of our sport, of the beloved, of the beautiful game in Montreal and in Canada. On Wednesday, Montreal's playing New York. A couple of things to watch for. Will Map continue his hot streak? Will we rest players? Will Devayo play? Will he play 60 minutes? Will he play 90 minutes? Will he play 20 minutes? We'll see. Will New York put a couple W's together for the first end of the season? They're always in a hot and cold team. They win one, lose one, draw one, draw one, win one, lose one. What's going to happen? Tiso or Yepikino? Hit me off on Twitter, at AfterwoodWorks with an X. Tiso or Yapikino? Email me, Tiso or Yapikino. On Twitter, Facebook. Go like my page off to it works. <laughs> and Montreal. Will Montreal continue to put a lot of goals? They scored 10 goals in the last three games. They have a better scoring average than the Montreal Canadian has right now. Who said soccer was boring? And on that note, any comment, emails, questions? Send it my way and go review on iTunes, cause yes, we're on iTunes. We're on Feed Feedburner Podbean. You can get us anywhere you like to get your podcast. And on that note, thank you for listening on After Wither I'm Kevin Lagame. Have a great soccer. You, know, you think about it, sometimes people just destined, destined to do what they do. What it is Now everybody dance